Hey everyone, welcome to the Iron Skies podcast. I'm your host, Tony. In this podcast, we talk about STEM, entrepreneurship, with also various guest speakers in those fields. We also discuss ideas that I think are worth sharing. Make sure you check us out on YouTube, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And without further ado, let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome to the Iron Skies podcast. I'm your host, Tony. In today's episode, we have a very special guest. We have Joe Leon. He is the founder and CEO of Social Brew. Before we get into the uh, the video and podcast, make sure you like, subscribe, check us out on Apple and Spotify podcast. Joe, please introduce yourself to our audience. Hello, my name is Joe Leon. I am a founder and CEO of Social Brew. So Joe, tell us about you how what's what is your story all leading up to the birth of social brew so my story is a little bit uh different and long so i have a background of uh, restaurant business my dad came as an immigrant um worked many years in the restaurant business and so i went also went to way state graduated with a communication study degree uh, decided to work for a, a medical um, industry that sells hearing aids. Um, so I worked with that industry for six years and decided to do something different. Uh, so I went back to working with uh, my dad uh, for until up till now. And while I was doing that, I got inspired to open a coffee shop. But that was a struggle to find a place for a coffee shop and then COVID hit. So I just decided to launch uh, my coffee business online. So now I have uh, the coffee business online, um, sending packages or any available for pickup at the restaurant for coffee as well. So that's where I'm at. So tell us, okay, so just rewinding back. So you, you mentioned you worked for a company that sells hearing aids. How was that job experience for you? Oh, the job experience was uh, very good. Um, it just, I felt that wasn't really challenge enough. And there wasn't really more like room for growth. I, I feel you on that. I feel like uh, a lot of entrepreneurs... Um, you know, they were, they work for someone and they, they get that same feeling. I, I was one of those people who kind of feels the same. And then yeah. social brew, what specifically made you want to go into the coffee business? I just really got inspired by coffee. I, I just love coffee. Um, and I want to deliver that to um, the world to give them good coffee. And it's it's a social lubricant where you bring people together um, with coffee. I love that social. It's a social lubricant, and then yeah, and then the, your your brand is uh, social brew. I, that's that's really smart. That's so funny because I'm drinking coffee right now, and uh, yeah, I, I feel like absolutely. the whole world runs on that. We all <laughs> absolutely yeah. And um, I do have coffee that's uh, from single, single Oregon, which is a single country. Um, and I also have a flavored coffee. Yeah. So tell us, uh, okay, so what are some of the, 
challenges that you faced during COVID with, with the whole, you know, being an entrepreneur, pandemic hit, what are some of the things that you had to deal with? Um, finding the way that I got here, meaning like, so since I decided to do uh, shipping, uh, so it's a, just a different whole ball game. Um, finding the right size box, finding the right shipping company, finding the right coffee packaging, uh, the whole trial and error. Um, but that's what kind of gets you to where you are. It's like, you know, learning, failing isn't necessarily failing. It's just you just learn from the process and you get better at it. I have heard that from a lot of entrepreneurs and I definitely see eye to eye. And uh, I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs, when they're starting out, they, 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 they fail, they make mistakes and, you know, it, it creates like this sense of disappointment and discouragement. But in my opinion, through all, you know, try, you know, being an entrepreneur, definitely trial and error, just, Hey, try this, fail, try this. But the fail, I think the true failure is when you don't learn from absolutely yeah and and, um it's a different concept too because you know it's virtual so it's not the same effect of having you know face-to-face um because that's what i'm used to at the restaurant industry um so it's a different kind of concept and way to communicate with uh your customers or try to reach out to new people so with, okay, so now, so you're in this, you're in the coffee business. So how you, so your, sto- your business, is it e-commerce based then would you say? So e-commerce? Yeah. yeah. Overall. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I feel like a lot of businesses definitely had to pivot towards the more e-commerce when COVID happened. So let me ask you a question. If you had say like a brick and mortar versus your e-commerce store, what, what are some of the advantages of having a brick and mortar also disadvantages? Like what, in your opinion, would you rather do e-commerce or brick and mortar? And what are their advantages and disadvantages of each? In your opinion. There's definitely a different disadvantage of each um, aspect, but the brick and mortar, I would say the advantage is that you do have that face-to-face communication that you can inspire people to come back. Um, I could also do a pastry selection. Uh, I love to bake. That's a little limiting with uh, the e-commerce concept. You know, uh, if there's something frosting uh, pastry, I wouldn't be able to send that because there's a higher chance (laughs) for it to melt um, or Mm. anything like chocolate. Um, The advantage of the e-commerce is that you can always send the coffee regardless um but you also have a low overhead as well the brick and mortar that's kind of another disadvantage is that you have a high overhead you have to pay for the rent you also have to you have to make sure that it's a good location and it's also convenient location for people to come in and out yeah. Yeah, de- definitely. Definitely. I can see that. And so you mentioned like you love to bake. Um, what are some of the, the items that 
you know, you have baked in the past and, and you like to bake? Oh, I, I, it's kind of endless. Like I'm also trying new things as well, but I'd say like my strong suit is uh, apple pie all the way to pumpkin pie, pecan pie, um, eclairs, also uh, scoodles, um, macaron. Macaroons, yeah, those are yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just love it because you start from scratch, literally start from zero, and then you're putting everything together and you create something. And then once you know it's done, that's the beautiful item that you created and I get to share that with the world. So in your opinion, is there, a, is so, so yeah, so if you have a brick and mortar, I can definitely see you'll have the baked goods and stuff. So right now, what would you say your, your key products are your principal products? Right now it's the coffee. Um, it's also, I am offering just launch about a month ago, a membership. And that what that membership entails is is that either the certain coffee that you subscribe to, uh, whatever flavor or single organ that you choose, and it comes with a, a assortment of either goods that matches or pairs with the coffee, or you get a chance to have a, a mystery coffee. What, so tell us about some of the brands of coffee you have. And uh, I actually have tried your coffee. It is phenomenal. Anyone who's listening, uh, yeah, Social Brew Coffee, Joe's Coffee is just phenomenal. Um, my favorite is the Colombian Supremo um, for not obvious reasons. But yeah, it. I love Joe's Coffee. When, when I open the bag, it's just the aroma is so like strong. Like you open it and you're like, that's coffee versus buying... Not going to trash talk any names, Folgers, Maxwell House, but you know, you open those generic coffees up, and like there's just you stick your head and you can't even smell anything. Where I'll open this, you know, my, my wife will open a bag of your coffee, Joe, and I smell it like you know, 20 feet away. I'm like, oh, damn, like you know, that's coffee. That's in my opinion, that's what coffee should, should smell like. And hearing that makes me really happy, yes, like that's that's what I'm all about. Um, as of now, I have Ethiopian, Guatemalan, Costa Rica, um, Colombian, as you mentioned. And as for flavor, I have Death by Chocolate, um, pecan, uh, bourbon pecan twerk. Um, I also have just launched um, pumpkin spice, gingerbread. And um, there is also French vanilla and hazelnut. Yeah, the, the hazelnut's really good. I, I also have have tried that one. Yeah, those are great flavors. And you obviously you've got like the pumpkin spice, and uh, you've got uh, what was the other fall drink? Uh, gingerbread. Gingerbread. Okay, haven't tried that one. That that one seems good. And wh- what what what's this mystery coffee? Is there any any hints to that one, or is it is the mystery coffee like random or? So yes, yeah, the mystery coffee. Um, depending, like, it's always different. It's not that same mystery coffee. So depending on um, what I feel and how I feel that you would um, think that you would enjoy. 
Yeah, definitely. And for anyone who's listening, I'm going to post a link to uh, Social Brew's website. So if you are interested in in trying Joe's coffee, I highly recommend it. I'm not endorsed by Social Brew, uh, but I do support a very solid product and coffee. I'm an engineer, also uh, part-time trader. So coffee is my go-to in the morning. Got to have some pre-engineering and pre-trading coffee. Uh, just Absolutely. pre-work coffee. Absolutely. The, so tell us about the social brew mug that you've got. Uh, social brew mug, it's just uh, the logo that's um, on uh, the cup, really. Um, and the website is uh, socialbrewcafe.com. And you can also find me on uh, TikTok, uh, Instagram. And I'm not really that active on Facebook, but Facebook as well. It's a social brew cafe CO. Yep. And I will leave a link in the description um, with all those, uh, with all those uh, websites in mind. So Joe, okay. In your opinion, right? Mm -hmm. Like if, if you say are, if you could, if, if you want to start a business and you're a younger person, right. Do you recommend in your opinion to like work for someone else or, if you want to be an entrepreneur, do you think it's a good idea to work for someone else for a certain amount of years? Or if you've got an idea, just start working on it, take it and run if you believe in it. What's what's your thoughts on someone who wants to start a business work versus working for someone? Do both. I mean, you're young. You, there's really nothing for you to lose. If, if anything, there's so much to gain because you're going to gain so much knowledge. I mean, and it also depends on uh, the situation that you're at. It's like, are you afford to um, not work for someone and do your side gig that you're trying to do tests out? Or it, if you are in a situation where you need to pay your payments, but you also want to um, do the thing that desire you desire, then do both. It, it is a grind, but it's worth it because at the end of the day, you, you know, all that sweat and blood, it's it's beyond worth it, dude. It's just like working out, you know? It's gonna, gonna make you sore for a couple days, but you will see the reward. It just, just takes time. That's it. You just gotta be patient. And I feel like a lot of people, you, you know, miss that. They, they start a business, they get into whatever business they want to or whatever their dream is, and... Uh, you know, the first disappointment, it's just like, oh, I failed. Okay, I'm going to quit and go back to the safety of, you know, a job. I'm not going to try anything else. But you absolutely can have a, have a, have a full-time job and have some side hustle. Yeah, you got to work. But I believe as an entrepreneur, there is no limit to how much you can make. It's sure, just sure. this. Yeah, it's all mindset. But it's also what are you capable of? Like, are you able to handle all that? Are, are you are you really able to be the CEO of the company? Or are you just able to just work for somebody? I mean, it's not a bad thing, but you also have to be aware of, like, what are you really capable of doing um, and triple down on what you're really good at? Joe, in your opinion, what separates a CEO or owner right. Of the, of the business from a employee. 
Well, honestly, the number one thing that I learned from the restaurant business is that they don't work for you. You work for them. You cannot put yourself on top of uh, your employees because at the end of the day, they're there to help you out. Uh, so this uh, concept of like, you work for me, you do it my way or the highway, that's uh, doesn't really work out. Like you have to really put in the hours and and make sure that your employees are happy because you know when you have that happy environment, then things will go smoothly. But if you have someone that's not really um, beneficial for you or for the team, that's when things become really difficult. And yeah. you have to you have to make that decision because you are creating that environment. You know, what you permit is what you promote. That's true. What you permit is what you promote. Wow. That's a really good takeaway. I, I love that. Yeah. yeah. One, one person I really like who, who has a similar mindset to that is uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. He absolutely. I, yeah. I, I follow him on LinkedIn and he's always just preaching, you know, Hey, you don't have empathy. You work for your employees. They don't work for you. And uh, I, I completely see eye to eye and resonate with that. That's super real. Yeah, it's a hundred percent true. I mean, it's like, I see it daily and I see it, how my dad treats uh, his uh, employees. Tell us about the family business. Tell us about the restaurant business. How was, how, how, what was that like growing up? What is it currently like? Uh, the restaurant business is called Leon's Family Dining. Um, so uh, my dad works from nine o'clock until he closed till 10, 11 o'clock. Uh, so he does everything. It's like all, everything is hand, handmade. Everything is fresh. Um, puts in a lot of hours. When I was a kid growing up, I barely saw him. And I understood that, you know, he had to do, what he had to do in order to succeed because he was, uh, he's an immigrant, came from Syria. Uh, he actually went to Lawrence Tech um, University. He got his uh, engineering degree, um, but then he decided to do the restaurant when uh, there was a layoff season for him. Um, and that restaurant, you know, put, gave my family whatever we needed to do, especially for education. Um, it's, a, it's definitely a lot of tough time um, into the restaurant business, but it, it was worth it. Like it's, it is challenging a hundred percent, especially now during COVID with uh, a lot of uh, understaffed. Yeah. How is the restaurant business now with, uh, you know, be, you know, the staff and, and the, the hiring, because I, I drive around all the time and it seems like it seems like a hundred percent of restaurants are they've got higher signs open. It's crazy. It's, it's really difficult now. Um, like sometime I have to do two positions in order to keep the flow going uh, because of uh, understaffed. But you do have to sacrifice a lot. Uh, especially now, it's just, it's challenging. But when 
you are fully staffed, it's definitely a lot easier. It's a lot easier. What would you say the biggest challenge is with, say, dealing with a staff, dealing with people under you, managing people? What would you say are like some of the biggest challenges? Well, because a restaurant isn't really a career uh, per se, you know, you do have that big inconsistency of people not showing up and them not showing up without telling you, uh, then you got to find someone to cover or you got to be in that position. The biggest, uh, biggest challenge I would say is because you're only one person, you cannot really um, fulfill all those positions by yourself. Yeah. So you, so you do need that extra hand. Well, what, in your, in your opinion, what are, what are some of the things that other restaurant owners, other business owners could do to combat that issue? Honestly, just to be there for that person, um, show up because when you do show up, you are an example of, um, of a manager or a boss that you're working with the team rather than the team working for you. Yeah. So like, I, I, it seems like, uh, from other, you know, restaurant, uh, you know, friends who own businesses, it seems like a lot of, of owners, they hire a manager and then they just kind of let the restaurant, you know, run on itself and they just they want to be kind of like the silent owner and just say hey you're the manager you make it profit i'm going to pay you minimum wage and you're going to make me a bunch of money i'm going to come check on you once a month once every two months what's your opinion of that that doesn't work unless that manager does know what he's in for yeah not any not anymore i would i would say but like that again, like I go back to like you need the really primarily thing is like feeling that the employees are safe and that you you're like supporting them. You it's it's a teamwork effort. Yeah, like really, really, like it's not just like me being able to do this and this, I'm the only person that's doing this and that. No, it's like, we all work together. That's real. Let me ask you a question, Joe. Um, if So if you could talk to your younger self, what would you tell your younger self? Keep, lear- keep going, keep learning more as much as you can. Like tri- ha- get your brain to be like a, a sponge so you can absorb everything that's you whatever you want to do to be the best at it just i that's it like i wouldn't take back anything um i don't regret anything because all those uh <clears throat> steps led me to where i am right now yeah but if i could say anything always work on your work ethic your work ethic is your number one. That's real. And uh, is there any like books or reading material that you would recommend to your younger self that you wish you read or you did read 
Um, no, not really, because I gained all my knowledge through, through experience. Um, and asking question, um, being proactive is the number one thing because it just doesn't happen. You don't just learn just by that. You, you got to put yourself out there. I would definitely say, um, in the social network aspect, uh, follow Gary B. Yeah. He definitely really helps. He definitely gives me a perspective on, uh, how to go about with the social network. So the social network, right. Uh, you obviously have your platforms and you've got all your, your website and everything. How would, how would you say like um, you get, you know, you reach an audience? How would, how do you like um, get the, get your name brand out there? Posting, 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 but posting by giving value to your um, customer or the person that you're trying to reach. That's real. And Joe, so uh, another question, right? Who would be like your ideal customer for for your business? Uh, anyone from age eighteen and up who loves caffeine. I yeah. un- unfortunately do not have decaffeinated product, um, <laughs> and that's the reason. Uh, there's a reason for that, just because. It's uh, not something that I really believe to have a coffee without caffeine. Yeah, it, I feel like it kind of like defeats the purpose. Like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like drinking non-alcoholic alcohol. Exactly, right on point. Yeah. Non-alcoholic beer. You're just like, what? What's the what's the benefit? Um, tastes good. That's about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's real yep so so question um if so do you have any last minute thoughts that you'd like to tell our audience any last takeaways from from you your life experience just everything in life that has led you up to this point uh just keep going do the best you can do don't be hard on yourself like all you can do is just give your best and that's that's it um and when you do that, you, that will help you to keep going forward. That would help you keep being better. I did struggle a lot. Um, I like I do have hearing problems, so I do wear hearing aids. So that doesn't stop me from doing what I want to do. All I can do is just give my best and just keep going. I see. So I see. I die. So, so don't let that kind of thing define you um or labelize yourself the only thing that you can do is always be better that's real well yeah joe thank you so much that was really awesome and uh you had a lot of great things to say a lot of great takeaways for our audience if you are listening uh definitely check out uh social brews website i'll leave a link in the description joe thank you so much for being on thanks for being on the podcast and uh Yep. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me, bro. Take care of yourself. Thank you for being part of the Iron Skies community. Thank you for listening. 
If you'd like to support this podcast on patreon.com, you'll get access to all of our exclusive archives. Also, you'll be supporting more content and interviews to come. As always, stay happy, healthy, and wise, and keep hustling. We'll see you next time.